Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today we are chatting with Emma Tesler of 95 Media, and she has built this incredible company. And I'm so excited to dive into this conversation with her today. But before we do that, Emma, welcome into the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited for this conversation and the value you share. Um, Before we do that, though, tell us more about yourself, who you are and what you do. Absolutely. So I'm Emma. I am the founder of 95 Media. We are a digital marketing agency that helps brands build their online presence and really monetize their audience. Because in today's world, it's so hard to build a brand without a social media presence. And yet a lot of companies have that presence and are still not seeing those conversions. And so we really focus on how do we get you active and consistent and really connecting with your target audience, as well as truly converting those people that you're speaking to online into paying customers for your business. Oh my gosh. So, so important because I feel like so many of our listeners keep trying different things and it's just like throwing spaghetti at the wall. And it's just so frustrating when you're not seeing that conversion. So what tips can you share for us to create content that stands out in a noisy world? Yeah. I mean, there's so many ways to go about content creation because what a lot of people do is they, they look at content and they look at their competition and they say, well, how can I stand out? How can I talk about my company and promote it on social, which is fine. But typically that relates to educational content, right? We're giving tips around what we do. We're talking about our services, However, at the end of the day, that's only one piece of the reason why someone will hire you. And so what I always recommend doing is really looking at three different kind of pillars for your content to fall into. So education is one, and it's really important. But again, it's one piece. The other two are validating content and vulnerable content. And these are the types of posts that are really going to connect with your audience, validate their experience, where they are, while leading them to you being the solution, as well as you getting vulnerable in a way that builds that more personal connection connection and relationship with them all through that content that lives on social. Oh my gosh. So good. And I think that the vulnerability aspect, it's maybe one of the most overlooked things and it's scary. It's scary to put yourself out there, but I think that's what really, when I go to follow an account, that's what really drives me to it is if somebody's showing up authentically, if they're sharing the struggles, not just their highlight reel, like I don't know if somebody's just sharing their highlights of their day, I kind of get stuck in comparison mode. Yeah. And when you think about where, how social has progressed over the past 10 years, we've seen influencers really rise to building huge audiences and monetizing those audiences. And oftentimes brands forget that at the end of the day, you're an influencer as well. And if you approach your content in exactly what you're saying with that more authentic lens, really show those highs and lows, just like your favorite influencer does, it will actually build a similar relationship and community. While you're not trying to sell maybe a lipstick in the same way that your favorite influencer does, 
you are selling your service or your product and you can do so by building those deeper relationships by showing up as your true self and not just talking about those amazing things that happen, but also your struggles along the way. Yes. Because I think we forget too. people buy from people. Like yeah. we're, we're all people. And I, I think so many times we get so focused on, you know, serving this magical algorithm that we forget that our followers they're following us for a reason. They want to get to know us, to build that know, like, and trust factor. Would you agree? Absolutely. I mean, that is at the core of everything we're really looking for on social. And that's also why TikTok grew so fast. Because when you look at TikTok, it's those really raw videos. You're showing up with no makeup on. People are crying. People are talking about all sorts of things that are happening. And you're just, the way you present on TikTok is a much more um, genuine version of ourselves. And at the same time, we still all really look at Instagram as a little bit more polished, which I think is a fault and kind of the reason why, you know, TikTok, or sorry, Instagram isn't growing as fast anymore because we as people nowadays, especially in this virtual world that we're still living in, really do look for those human elements to connect with each other on. And TikTok just tends to provide more of that than Instagram does today. Oh, so good. Yes, absolutely. So something else you mentioned back at the beginning was consistency. Mm. And I think that that can be something that, that our listeners struggle with too, is how to be consistent without getting super overwhelmed. What yeah, I mean, that is, that's the biggest struggle, right? Because what I see oftentimes is that we go through these kind of like lulls and, and peaks. And so you'll get really motivated. You'll create a bunch of content. You'll feel like, oh my God, I have content for days. I have more than I could possibly post. And then something happens, life happens, you know, your kid gets sick or you you're traveling and you don't have time to make content and you just kind of fall off and it's hard to get back into it and get back into that consistent schedule. And so what I recommend is that you kind of build out a schedule for yourself that you know is sustainable. So rather than saying, oh, well, this week I can create seven posts a week, but you know, next week when I'm traveling for three out of seven days, I'm not going to be able to post those three days while I'm traveling. So it'll go down to four. And then the next week I might get really busy with client work and I'll only post once. And the reality is that the algorithm was really looking for consistency as well. And so while it's great for you, it will actually benefit you in the long run because your content will be seen by more people when you are consistently posting. So if that means you can only post three times a week rather than on those weeks when you're a little bit lighter and you know you could post seven times, I still recommend keep it consistent. Find that schedule that will work for you and batch work ahead so that on those busy weeks or on those weeks where something unexpected happens, you can still keep up with the schedule and not let that go down. And if you have extra time, show up on stories rather than post extra to your feed. Because, you know, stories are something we oftentimes neglect and we're like, oh, it's just that extra. But really stories go back to exactly what you're we just saying. That is where you can show up really authentically, show your day-to-day -day life, show the behind the scenes, which everyone is wanting to see while keeping your feet a little bit more polished. Oh my gosh. That is such a great tip because life happens. Like we yeah. all have busy lives. You never know when you're going to come down with a cold, when you're not going to feel well, when something's going to happen to a family member and you may not have that time. So by planning ahead, by batching that content, it will make your life so much easier Absolutely. I mean, we, we build out this system for a lot of our clients where we look a month ahead. So, uh, 
you know, maybe it's the end of the month right now. So we're looking at the upcoming month and we're saying, okay, if our posting schedule is three times a week, let's outline what those three posts a week for four upcoming weeks will look like. And that's only 12 posts. So you can sit down. Everyone can sit down for an hour and outline 12 posts for yourself. And when I say outline, I really mean outline. I don't mean like you need to write out the caption. You don't need to pick the photos or create the graphics. Really just outline, um, you know, what is the general topic I want to talk about in these 12 posts? And then week to week, you can go ahead and batch out the content for the upcoming week or upcoming two weeks. And I say that I because trends are changing so fast, right? So if you create content four weeks out, you're likely going to need to change it, or you're going to be inspired by something that's happening or, you know, a pop culture event or a meme and want to integrate that, which is great, but it might throw off your schedule. And so if you're just creating content, really deep diving into it one to two weeks out, you're giving yourself that flexibility and the freedom to pick up on trends, to use trending audio for reels while still staying ahead and not needing to create every single day just to get a post out. Oh my gosh. I love that. And it's sustainable. And when it's sustainable, you'll stick with it and be consistent. A hundred percent. Great information. What are some of the most common mistakes you see when, you know, you're, you're flipping through and what makes you cringe? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I that's a great question. So I think today, so we're recording this in the beginning of 2023. What makes me cringe the most is when I see brands still not using video content. Because I get it, video content is hard. It takes time. It's more creativity. You want to show up as a as your best self on video, probably more so than a photo. But if you're not utilizing video, you're really handicapping yourself because video content is what's getting pushed out in the algorithm more than any other type of content. Your reach with a video post, even a video post that doesn't do great, maybe it just gets a couple hundred plays on Instagram, that's going to be more reach than you're going to get on a static one photo post on Instagram or likely even a carousel. So by not recording any video content, you're really keeping yourself stuck. Even if you record quote unquote bad video content, it's not bad. It's going to help you so much in the long run. And I just think it's it's unfortunate when I see brands today not tapping into that because you are leaving so much visibility and so much money on the table just because you think you quote unquote can't record video content on your own. Right. And there's ways to get creative with it too. You know, everybody thinks that they have to dance on video. Yeah. What, what's your take on that? Definitely don't have to dance. I have never done a dancing video. None <laughs> of my clients have ever done a dancing video. I think that was kind of, we have this in our head because that was how it started in 2020, but right. it has evolved so, so much. And I would go as far as to say that like dancing video is just not at all what anyone needs anymore. And so we can remove that from our vocabulary and from our expectations Really what I would recommend is looking at your trending audio. So on Instagram, you can identify the trending audio from the arrow that's next to the audio file. And when you find those, they're likely going to be a audio where it's someone talking. And so that might be a quote or it might be a funny saying from a TV show. There's a lot of ones pulled from like the Kardashians um, or like the office or something like that. On the flip side, you're going to have music. So someone might have pulled a music 
file from um, something that went viral on TikTok and moved it over to Instagram because trends are starting on TikTok and they're hitting Instagram several weeks later. And so oftentimes, if you want to know what trends are going to be happening and you're most active on Instagram, you might want to take a quick look at what's trending on TikTok today and begin prepping for a few weeks out for when it hits Instagram. Um, but if it's just a uh, music file, you can oftentimes just use kind of B-roll video where it's not even face to cam, or it could be behind the scenes. Maybe you're on a client call and then you're putting text on top of the video. There are so many ways, as you said, to get creative where you don't even need to be talking to the camera in order to create video content that could do really well for you. Thank you for giving us all permission that we don't have to dance <laughs> because no yes, dance. I, I feel like we have created these stories in our minds, but you gave some great examples of how we can show up on camera without dancing. So thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I know with a lot of our listeners, they're trying to do it all. They're trying to juggle all of the things. When is that tipping point in our business when we should consider outsourcing some of this? It's such a great question because this is a point that every business owner will reach at some point. Maybe you're listening and you're like, oof, I know that feeling. That was me a year ago. Or you're just coming up on it. And what I found is that there's kind of two buckets that everyone falls into. You fall into one or the other. One is that you have been handling social media on your own and you've been gaining really good traction, but now you're at a point where you just can't handle it all. It's becoming overwhelming. You know you need to produce more in order to keep up or you need to get on a new platform that you know is really going to perform well for your brand and there's just not enough time in the day. And this is something that we all experience at one point. And that's a great point to bring on someone to support you where you understand what needs to be done. And so therefore you can train someone who may not have as much experience, but you know exactly what needs to get done. You just can't do it all yourself. Now on the flip side of that, you uh, you might have been doing all of the work, putting in all of this time and not seeing the results that you're actually looking for. And this happens more often than not because it's just not your wheelhouse. It's just not what you're great at. It's not why you went into business and that's okay as well. But at this point, you're really going to be looking for a hire who does not need to be trained, can come on and really just look at what you've done, do an audit and say, okay, based on the data we're seeing here, here are the new strategies we're going to implement. We're going to run it. We're going to do an analysis every week, every month, and really see how it's going. And this person does not need your involvement as much, and they can really own your social media marketing while you go back to focusing on everything you truly are great at and you love within your business. And that is such an important point that you make, because I think so many times we're trying to do so many things outside of our zone of genius that that we're doing a half, you know, what job with it. And then we're not getting the reach. Then we feel overwhelmed. Then we feel frustrated. And we're taking time away from those income producing activities. And it's like, if you take that little bit of an investment and outsource it, that can be such a game changer in your business. It really can. Because what I see often is that clients come to us and they're capped on the amount of clients they can serve because so much of their time is going towards their marketing. So we had a client that we've been with for two years now. And when she first hired us, she was spending so much time that she 
was not able to work with any more clients. Like they were completely maxed out. And then within six months of working with us, she was able to make three new hires and three X the amount of clients that she could work with. So when you think about the amount of revenue that you could be bringing in by outsourcing a couple of thousand dollars a month towards this one part of your business that helps you bring in new clients, it really is such a significant ROI when you bring on the right people. And when, of course, you can get to that point where you can afford to do so. But I think it's such a great goal for everyone to set for themselves, understand your timeline, understand when you're able to do that, because in the long run, it really could be that catalyst for you that helps you scale where you want to go. Oh my gosh. Yes. Because yes, the ROI, the return on investment is huge when you are strategic about where you're investing your money so that you can free up time to bring in income. That's where you grow. That's where you can start hiring employees. That's where your business really explodes. And that can be a scary thing early on in your business for so many people to do. It's like, oh my gosh, you're seeing it as an expense. No, it's truly an investment because now this is freeing up your time so you can produce more revenue. That mindset shift between investment and expense is the biggest thing that is a game changer in your business, right? Like we you know, as business owners, we look at our time as, oh, well, my time's free. Like I can do it. It's, I don't have to pay someone else to do it. But at the end of the day, your time is worth a lot, a lot more than someone you can hire. And I think it's really important to look at your workload being those thousand dollar an hour tasks versus your team being the 20 to $50 an hour tasks, right? Your time should be going towards the things that only you can do. And the reality is that your marketing is something that you can easily pass off, but doing those needle moving tasks, building your business is something that you as the business owner is the, you're the only one who can really handle that work. Exactly. Exactly. And one of the most important things that I learned early on is just because you can doesn't actually mean you should be doing something. Like, make the investment <laughs> and that mindset shift right there. Game changer. Yes. Emma, this conversation is going to be so beneficial for our listeners. Where can they learn more about you and 95 Media? Yes. So our website is 95media.co. Um, I am most active on Instagram. So it's 90.5.media on Instagram. And we also have a podcast. It's called the Stop Scrolling, Start Scaling podcast. We give a lot of great marketing tips and how to really scale your business in a lot of the same ways that we're talking about today. And we also have a free course. And so if you're looking to start doing that more DIY side and you want to dip your toes in, really learn, you know, how can I get started? Maybe just before you make that hire for yourself, our course is called Master Your Marketing. You can find it at masteryourmarketingcourse.co. And again, it's completely free, but it's a really amazing resource before you make that hire. And if you are looking to make that hire, I'd love to chat as well. We offer social media management, email marketing, and podcast management services. And uh, you can find everything about those services on our website at 95media.co. Oh my gosh, such great resources. So be sure to check those out. Everything is linked up in the show notes. And until next time, mamas, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 